you guys got a new F-14 coming out, right? Or, you know, I, I looked on top of the internet, it said that it's 20 pounds versus 28 pounds for the 16. Is that accurate? No, the 16 is around, the 16 footer is around 26, 27 pounds. So, yeah, it's going to be around 20, 21. Okay. Depending, people can have it with or without steering. It's going to be an optional steering kit in there. Uh -huh. And so the hardware is a pound. So without the steering, it's probably going to be around 20, 21. And then with the steering, 22. So what's the difference then between F14, 15, 16, 18? Like what, what would you recommend? There is no 15. There is no uh, molded 18. There are custom boards. Uh -huh. This is going to be a hollow molded. Uh, board the, the F14. At this point, there's there's only a 10, a 12, and a 16 hollow. Okay. In the future, there'll there'll be one more board, the 14. Okay. So, it, what's the difference then going to be between 14 and 16, or is it just because the 14 is so it can go into the stock that stock um, class? The 14 is 14 foot. The 16 is 16 foot in length. And uh, the 16 foot has a, a different bottom contour. Uh, the 14 is going to have a single concave versus the 16 has a, a bit of double concave with some V in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to have uh, the 14 is going to have a drop deck of about two inches deep. It's quite a different board. It's going to lower rocker the 14 footer. Is it, it? Would you? What would you recommend 14 versus 16? Is there different conditions or? Yeah, different conditions. Uh, uh, if you had to go longer distances, I'd go with a longer length. Um, the 16 is probably still the fastest board out there, but the 14 is more manageable. Um, it's going to be a little lighter. If you're a big gentleman or, or lady, then 16 foot is better. It's going to have higher volume than the 14. Um, and, and the 16 now you can get a drop deck. Too, I saw on the website, huh? Yes. Is that a molded one, or is that um, that's molded? Oh. Yeah. I basically created a, a big insert into the mold that fits in there, and then. Uh, are you finding more people are getting the drop deck? If people are willing to take a, a little bit of a, a new approach, yeah. But I tell you, it's, it makes the board a lot more stable uh, with the drop deck. You know, yesterday I did the I did a downwinder from Hawaii to Kaimana on uh, F16, and then I I it was real bumpy out by Black Point, so I I kind of I flipped over and the plug came out the back, and then it it filled a bit with water. It was quite a bit of water, but so I was like, oh man, I, this is the like the hardest part of the run, and now I got water, but it made it faster. <laughs> Sometimes it does. You, I mean, I was start. It had so much momentum at that point. It would punch through everything in the front. I mean, I just kept going. So I was like, "What <laughs> is my fastest split?" So I was tripping out. Like, what? This doesn't make sense. Well, you might have been lucky, where because there's three compartments in the board. Uh -huh. uh, it might have been stuck in the center part. Uh, a lot of it. Uh, but if you have it on the side, uh, it makes the board more tippy. Yeah. You know, it has, it has three strong backs, uh, one center and two where you're standing, mm -hmm. and maybe the water was stuck in that middle compartment. I mean, I was draining it for a while when I got out of the water, but I was surprised. It's like, wow, this weight makes a difference. Yeah. But I've been trying to figure, oh, maybe it's it's the lightness, this carbon lightness that, you know, has been helping. 
I don't, I don't know. This whole download thing is a little bit tricky. What kind of um, advice do you have for people just starting out doing this, these types of runs? Wear a leash, join a six-man canoe club to learn proper technique, Go get away from wave boards type boards and really um, get more of a something with higher volume, a little bit straighter rocker. With or without steering, that, that, that doesn't really matter much. And uh, yeah, just uh, go for a little bit of length. I get quite a few people thinking that you can still go and create a fast 10 foot downwind board and it's, it's just not possible. You know, you need some for the waves, you really need short, and for the for the for the coastal runs, you need length. Get a light board. I think light is is because you're sprinting so much and then relaxing afterwards. Mm -hmm. That inertia maybe helps you. A heavier board might help you once you get on the glide, but or once you're on the glide. But to get on the glide, I think the lightweight and stiff board is uh, a helping hand. Yeah, and uh, you know. Have fun. <laughs> Would you recommend people to normally get the the 14 versus the 16, or is it just a weight and preference thing? Like well, their like their weight. 14 right now is still not available. I have a I have a list of people that want a one and are going to get one. Um, the 14 is more manageable, and I would say it's more fun. The 16 is a little bit more serious, and and it's even probably shapes more time off your. Uh, of your run, the 16-footer, but it's also more cumbersome in your on your car and um, in your garage and the weight too. I mean, it's a lighter board, the 14-footer. Which one do you think can catch the bumps easier? 16. And, 16. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then to connect to connect them, it's 16 is easier too. Yeah, I think 16, but the 14 is probably just uh, more fun. And um, almost as fast. Uh -huh. Yeah. But do do you find that you know, like this, when you say like almost as fast? I noticed that you know when I'm riding different downwind boards, it's like that just that little bit that I can that that like ten percent extra or whatever it may be to get on that bump <laughs> that makes all the difference whether I'm catching waves or you miss paddling. it or you make it, and there's yeah. no in between. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like it's just only a little bit, like maybe. You know, if I if I took a if I have the bigger blade paddle or so on, you know, it's just all these little things yeah. as I've been noticing. Um, another thing that I think a lot of people I see on downwind runs, they paddle with a blade that is too short. I recommend 12 inches above a person's height. <laughs> get carbon fiber, get a stiff blade that's long enough. A lot of people bend their back and. They don't use the power in the front of their stroke. They're dragging their board down into the water. So power in the front, a long blade. Like a big blade too, or is that just preference? No, that's preference. Uh, I think just um, what we're going with right now, 9-inch. Uh, you know, that's the average. Is 9 is fine. I've, I've tried 10-inch, and it's a little hard on the shoulders. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, most manufacturers, are, I think, are, are nine inch now, and uh, a lot of the outrigger canoe guys have been doing research on bigger blades, sh shorter blades, and I don't know. They they've been doing it longer than we have, and they're all coming back to around nine. Some guys, some crews will go ten, but most people still paddle with nine. Ten is for what? Like the big, strong people? Yeah, somebody without any 
um, rotator cuff uh, um, issues and people that have, you know, really strong shoulders and arms, uh, then 10 inches uh, is something that uh, would be beneficial. But for average people, I don't... You know, I, I got to say, with all... It's such a young sport, so to for somebody to proclaim that oh, they have it figured out and that that's absolute knowledge is, I think it's just wrong, you know, that there's mm -hmm. just... Um, like I said, it's so young that there's just thoughts and, and, and beliefs, not like, oh, this is how it is. And that's not how I want to come across, too. So, um, right. anyway, it is of my belief that around nine is good for, uh, nine inch width is, is good for most people. It's, it's kind of different. I guess it, it, that shoulder issue you mentioned is, is real important because I have on my right shoulders, it's a little bit of a cuff issue. But... So I tried, the other day I tried a really long paddle. It must have been at like 14 inches over my height. I mean, it was super tall. And it was um, the 9-8 blade. It was a big blade. And it, it helped a lot when the wind's at your back. Yeah. Oh, but once I came around Black Point and it was coming into my face. Yeah. Oh, that babe, it was hard. <laughs> yeah. Paddle. Yeah, if, if, it's, if it's high wind, like on the last Kaivi channel. Uh, quite a few guys, when they came around the corner to head into Portlock, grabbed a short blade. And it's, it's really beneficial, a short blade, for going against the wind. Right. And same for surfing, you know. For surfing, um, my blade is seven inches long, and it's, it's a little bit more flexible. Because you're not really, you don't need to generate an enormous amount of power. You just want to catch the bump. And... Uh, yeah, so a lightweight, fairly short blade, seven, six, seven inches above a person's height is plenty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I noticed that I, I used, the other day I used um 78-inch paddle, which is about six inches above my height. It's about two inches more than I use when I surf. And then it's the eight-inch blade. It's like a prototype paddle. But it, it was, um it, it felt like I was reaching a little bit when the wind's at my back. But once I made that turn, oh, it was so much easier. Yeah. 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 So who who would ride a F eighteen then? Is that just for super long distance like Molokai or what would you use that for? Uh, no, they would have it would have um there's actually have quite a few orders on uh, on um on the F eighteen. And the F eighteen is probably in the future it will only be seventeen foot long, maybe seventeen four, but uh I shaved a bunch of eight, real 18-footers, and um, um, I think we've reached a point of diminishing returns when it comes down to the weight of the board. They get too heavy, mm -hmm. and uh, your your power output is, is is only that much. No matter if you use a big board or a small board, uh, you need to move that weight forward. So around 17 foot, I think, is uh, for now that what I found out. Uh, is a nice length, and uh, uh, who would use a board like that? Um, there's quite a few custom orders. There's, uh, I have two orders in Oahu, a couple guys in California, and some people here. Um, it just gives you more waterline and more possibilities to connect um, trough to trough. Um, fast times in races, downwind races, are all about the ability to connect, because even on a 10-foot wave, 
you can catch the bump. You can catch the same bump as somebody on a 17-foot, but that 10-footer is going to slow down more rapidly once you're done riding it. And the longer boards will glide longer and it will get you into the next bump. And if you can do that three or four waves consecutively, you suddenly pull away from from somebody else. Um, I'd say successful downwind guys are connecting it, it to the max. They, you know, they, they look around. I mean, guys like Dave have such knowledge on whether to go left or right to connect to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. And they have um, just real good sprinting power, too. Most of the time they stand there and don't paddle at all. But when they need to turn it on, they just have incredible sprinting power. And then they relax again. So it's just uh, longer boards can connect better. Hmm. So the, you you would think that so the 18 is much faster than 16? No, you see that when we were shaped when I was trying to find a better board than the F16, mm-hmm. um, I was quite unsuccessful at it. Um, and also we I came there with expectations that we can find something that is much faster. Um, it, there is no such thing as the magic bullet. You still have to work really hard, but it might be 10 or 15% faster. If you call that much faster, it's not a spectacular uh, increase. So, um, But a little bit over an hour run, you know, if it's 10%, that means it's, uh, it's six minutes. And so, you know, that's, that's a big distance. But uh, it's not like you're just pulling away, like you have the Porsche 911 versus the Ford Ranger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that ten percent, uh, you know, that some that determines the difference a lot of times if you're making it on that bump and connecting them or not. <laughs> correct, correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you can, yeah, if you can get that bump, that's great. That's good. That's great. Uh, yeah. The, the, the 17 for the the F18, the custom one, is just a little bit faster again, and and more than anything too, it's more stable than the than the F16 because we've we've gone away from the V underneath your feet, so it's going to feel less roly poly. But also, 17 foot is even a more of a technical board where you really need to make sure that your rail doesn't bite, um, your board is pointing the right direction. Because they have more boxy rails now too, higher volume. They're not thicker, but they are boxier the rails, so you don't get any more water on your deck. And um, so that's a good thing, because water doesn't belong on your deck on downwind type boards. I feel, but it's also less forgiving. So they're all trade-offs. They're all trade-offs. But if you use it correctly, yeah, your your longer board than a 16, the F18 is going to be even faster you know the uh the green f15 that you had me for doug on that 15 how does that 15 differ from this 14 and the 16 it's been half a year since i shaped it and i think when i took the order from doug he said he's a good paddler he's a good outrigger canoe paddler that customer um is that that's a custom one the yellow one right no it's the um green one doug from wet feet doug luck yeah 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 
It's the one that I have um, pictures of on the website. Right. It was like it was like a lime green color. Yeah, and no ba no clear coat on it. It was a flat finish. I yeah, flat finish, and then it had um, the bottom looks pretty flat. Yeah, um, sharp rails. Probably probably more stable, and if it has sharper rails, once it gets going, it has better planing speed. Um, it will plane out faster. Uh, softer rails are good for. Uh, medium to slow conditions, but harder rails. Once, once it's windy, um, it releases better. It just gets rid of the water uh, nicer. It doesn't wrap around the rail in any which way. So, and I probably <coughs> didn't change the rocker much. The 16 versus the 15, the F16 versus the custom 15. Um, yeah. So if it has. I just don't remember it very well, but if it has harder edges, it probably does well in in, in the heavier seas. Mm -hmm. If if the if the thing is plumbed for, you know, where the steering is on the left, are you able to replumb it for steering on the right, or it has to be done when the board is made? Done when the board is built. Yeah, and that's another thing that right now we're offering. We're offering dual plumbing um, when people. Especially the goofy footers are concerned if they want to sell the board. Right. Um, uh, Eighty percent of the people are regular, so they want to they want to be able to uh, offer a future customer. Uh, yeah, just switch the switch, switch the paddle. So okay. But it's it's a it's a true challenge to keep boards um, lightweight. I mean, the only way a sixteen footer is really going to work if it's if it's lightweight and you know, mm -hmm. it was a trip yesterday, though, man. When when the when that thing got waterlogged, I swear I was like, oh, because it was super choppy at Black Point, and I kept uh, falling off, and I was like, uh oh. But then once I started getting some momentum, <laughs> that thing just kept going. <laughs> but oftentimes I've had water in my one-man canoe, uh -huh. and uh, what will happen is if you're trying to catch the bump, your board is pointing forward, uh -huh. so the water sloshing forward yeah. is actually helping you drive down the wave. I think the sloshing is more than anything is, is a positive effect. Uh, the water falling forward and, and allowing you to get into the trough uh, even easier. Uh, that's what I was thinking because that's what it's for. Like. For me, man, I would be, it would be so much more economic and boards would last so much longer if I didn't have to use so much carbon and the vacuum bag everything. And I'd love to build a board that is acceptable and that is 35 pounds you know it's just the boards would last longer i would it would be they would more be more affordable for customers and it'd be easy to build for me um have you ever thought of just making them overseas you know like some of these other ones like some of the one-man canoes and so on now coming out of you know china and yeah so yeah um yes i have i get approached all the time uh no i'd rather hire um my guys here locally and I think the sport is so new mm -hmm. that um, things are changing rapidly. <clears throat> and although I could possibly build, make more money <clears throat> getting somebody to build them overseas, but the lead time for a uh, uh, ticket product here, mm -hmm. it, I bet it, it takes like eight to ten months at least if you're really rapid to get uh, a prototype build, a mold, a mold build, yeah. and then. Um, I want to stay on the leading end mm -hmm. of of the downwinders, especially, and it's just I know boards change too much right now. 
And uh, I'm not really into uh, growing and expanding. I'm more into uh, keeping uh, five local guys employed and and um, you know and uh, making it that way. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty key to have a limited amount of the right product. I, if you build overseas, you get into such a risk of ordering 30 of these or 40 of these and um, having that not be the selling board anymore because somebody else came out with something else. So I'd hate to uh, stockpile right. the incorrect product or something. So, no, I have not much interest in overseas production. And, and what's important too with width I can make a tippy 30-inch wide board or a real stable 25-inch wide board. It's the flat surface underneath your feet that count. So depending on where the shaper starts the undertuck, um, if the undertuck is giant, then that doesn't help you out much with stability. People seem to be too stuck on what is the width of the board. A board with a bunch of V and that is 30 inch wide with really rolly rails, it's going to feel really tippy. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, there, um, I'm trying to explain um, my potential customers that the flat spot is, is what matters. And whether it's single concave or V or, and also, if it's a pointy nose, it's going to make it a little bit uh, more unstable too versus a longboard type nose because you have more outline in the water, especially in the front section, that will help you stabilize. If you, uh, if you right away bring it to a nose and tail that is pointy, it's gonna make it more unstable. The F-16 is built that way for penetrating purposes. If you do poke, you'll come back out again. But uh, like on wave boards, you know, the <clears throat> My SRX is a pretty tippy type board because it comes to a point uh, and, it, and it pulls towards a, a pretty uh, skinny pintail too. Uh, so do you, do you find that people are using the rudder more when they're in parallel stance and then when the wind's blowing sideways, but when once if the wind's at their back and swell direction's correct, they're not really using it? No, if correct, if you appreciate it, you use it all the time, no matter what. Um, mm. But it's more of a tapping motion that you use it for mm -hmm. you occasionally change direction you tap tap and um then you step back on the board and you let go of the rudder you don't have to be so many people in the very beginning they're married to that steering system it comes back to zero and the fastest part of the rocker is way back on the board once you're planing you're trying to reduce the amount of board in the water and so I step back and I stand 10 inches. I mean, I stand on the rudder post in the back. And uh, oh, you you mean you mean the little swip, swip, spindle thing on the? You're standing that. F that's that. Yeah. If you're planing, you want to get rid of the board. You want to stand back there because it, it's like when you all the way on the tail. Yeah. When you understand planing, it's like a wetted surface is your is your enemy. But when you're displacing, when you're not, when you're going slow, you want the water line because that will give you board speed. So you're trying to do two things. Try to get into the bump, and as soon as you're on the bump, you step way back and, and you ride it. 
the F-16 will ride like a longboard. It will steer like, you know, you lean on your left rail. It will go left, especially when you stand that far back. When you're catching the bumps, are you standing where the rudder is at and using it, or, or are you still standing a little bit yeah, back? You're, you're, you, when you're catching, you st I'm, I'm using my, my rudder. But once you got it, you step back. You're stepping back probably like three or four steps then, at least. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, you're way back. Okay. Way back. Way back. And then if you, if, uh, if, if the wave peters out again and you're trying to connect, I'll try to stand forward again and one foot on the rudder, try to keep the board flat and use the rudder to find another connecting swell. And so I'll stand surface stance with my left foot on the rudder and my right foot pretty far back, but still in surface stance. Yeah, and that 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 part I I can I can feel it too, but it's just it's, to ride switch stance for me is a little bit tricky. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I agree. Rudder. Yeah, you know when you plummet for a duo, is it real easy to move it back and forth? Like you like you one day you wanted your friend to ride it on you know regular and then you you just switch it or is it pretty takes like you know a couple hours or something switch it out no but it would take 10 minutes at least you know mm -hmm. um the cable housing on the foot pedal part so it's all open so that just kicks back and forth but you do need to adjust the the straightness of the rod uh, of the rudder and the tension yeah 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 well the new ones the tension is the easy part and the adjustment, the new steering system, the adjustment is done with turn up uh, on the white plastic. Um, yeah, I made it a little bit easier to to straighten the rudder. Oh, okay. Uh, but the old system had two turnbuckles, and uh, so that was the way to tighten the cable and adjust, tighten it to adjust it and to tighten it. But now the tightening is done with one turnbuckle, and then it has another turn knob, and then you can adjust the. the I saw it. Plus, I've seen the newer ones, too. Yeah. We're trying to come up with a, a Maliko-type series, mm -hmm. four or five races. And we're also trying to grow the, the Maui to Molokai as a stand-up race uh, oh. for stand-up guys only, not to ride on the tail end of outrigger canoes. Mm -hmm. And um, we're a little tired of the Kaivi Channel lay-down paddleboard guys getting so much Press. media attention and us guys do you normally have a slow period like winter time or, or are you always busy i thought i did you know last year i was worried that after the KU the f-16s were slowing down you know it slowed down for a month or so and then people still wanted boards hawaii you know you can paddle all the time yeah right now i got like three f-16 orders and then i got a four-man order and then um I got a bunch of those twelve footers to build the Kunalu, uh -huh. and and I'm in the middle of deciding what shape I choose for the fourteen footer to build the plug for the mold. Uh, and I'd love to hear from different manufacturers too what they're going to consider as stock. I mean, not just the manufacturers, but also the organizers, because it's been a bit of a frustrating ride. Right. And the last three contests were three different categories, and for the customers, it doesn't help either yeah. to, to you know, some guys have a 12-6 board, and then they're stock, and then they're not stock, and so I, I would love to shoot for a 14-foot stock board, mm -hmm. and then anything over 14 is, is open.
or mm-hmm. any time you have a rudder, you're in open class too. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to change the drain plug on the back to like a screw-in type? Not really. And what happens with the screw-in type too? You're always going to have a little puddle of water. Oh. I mean, I have a love-hate relationship with those rubber plugs uh-huh. um, because if you fall on it, as you know, yeah. you can kick them out, and even your leash can kick it out. But it's really the only way that that I know of that um, you can get all the water out of a board if, if you strike a leak. Right. Because anytime you put a an insert in there, then you you're always going to have a little puddle of water. You know what I mean? Because the insert is penetrating into the board. Right. And so what what some people do is they'll uh, um, put uh, a uh, piece of duct tape over it. I'm getting into this downwinder thing. I was all full on surf, 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 and I never thought I'd do endurance, but I'm dropping weight doing this. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm it's, shedding, it's exhausting. I'm shedding a lot of weight. And, yeah. and and burning calories that I don't normally do because why I, I mean when I surf I kind of sit down a lot too because I'm yeah. just lazy. But. I think that that's gonna create a, a huge um, that's gonna be a huge growth factor in the, the whole downwind sport. It is a fun exercise yeah. um, tool. It's you know you're it's pretty. You're on the water and your core gets a strenuous workout and so. It beats any kind of machinery or gym exercise yeah, uh, out there because you're having fun. You're not bothering anybody in any surf. Mm-hmm. Um, safety is a bit of a concern, and people ought to know <laughs> about uh, what the ocean and can and cannot do and what, what they can do with it. But um, the exercise part is just great, and, and you're not crowding any surf spots. So mm-hmm. I can see it growing even more than surfing. I stand up surfing. I think so, because it's like, if it's not at least chest high waves and decent conditions, I don't want to go. Yeah. I'll, I'll just go on the downwinder. Because, I mean, every time at least you can win, you know what I mean? If, if I do a decent time, if I'm just to make it, you know, nine miles or whatever for me where I couldn't even go like five miles before without sitting, then you feel good. Yeah. And burn calories. Yeah, yeah. 